These four guys bleed New Jersey Devils hockey. It's Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony, the Uncle Puckers. He will never get the intro right. <laughs> Wait, was that wrong? <laughs> yes! It was. It was. He's so uh, distraught was, by the performance it was, of his game tonight. I even wrote, Dan, this is the one on the intro. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> what? This is a real-time reboot. Here it goes. Oh, we're going to play it? Wait, hold on. And... 20 bucks is not the right one. I'll take that back. You know it's going to be the fucking wrong <laughs> one again. Hey, everyone. Oh, hey. You're listening to the Uncle Puckers New Jersey Devils podcast. With Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony. All right, Kenny, we know who it is. All right. Wow, that's the best 20 bucks ever made. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. This is true. So welcome welcome to the shit show that is the Uncle Pucker De- Devil Podcast. We give where, you two intros for the price of one. That's true. And I think tonight is going to be a little bit more of a therapy session for everybody, for, yeah. for us just going out and, you know, getting a big dose of reality kicked in our ass that this is what happens when you go to the playoffs and you play teams as experienced and good as the Lightning. So, I mean... It sucked. I think the first game was just, you know, just a bad game all around. Um, I want to hear you guys' thoughts on it. And we just finished all of us just watching the the second game, lost in a shootout. Um, again, you know, having to play from behind the entire game. Uh, it was, uh, you know, like I said, I think it was more of a little dose of reality for this team. But what, what do you guys think? Um, Dan, what do you think? Well, yeah, I mean... Tampa knows how to win. They're an experienced team, and it's becoming playoff time. We just came off that huge ego-boosting win over Carolina, you know, coming in and taking first place uh, and, and, and feeling really good about ourselves. And, you know, Tampa is it, they're just a damn good team that know how to play, and I feel like uh, we got a ways to go still to tune this team up. The good news, there's some really positives to take away for both those games, and there's a lot of room for them to grow and a few, you know, games left for them to tune their game up so that they are going to, you know, end up on top. They weren't that far off. I mean, despite the first score, they were never really out of that game uh, in the first game against Tampa. And this one, would, let's face it, uh, yeah, they were playing from behind. You're right. It's not the way you want to be. But they found a way to tie it up, and then you made it to the coin flip shoot, uh, shootout. So I'm not too distraught about it. I mean, you know, it would be great to get that third game against Tampa, which is coming up two games from now, and, and, and eke a win out of it. You don't really want to go out losing three in a row to them, knowing that you might have to go through them in the playoffs. That's not that's not good. Tony, what do you think? Is Tony gone? Tony froze up. Tony's All right, Bobby, froze. what do you think? Wait, he's there. Oh, are you with us, Tony? Yes. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I admit, I am here. <laughs> All right, up, well, we're we're gonna skip you, Bobby. <laughs> what do you think? Well, you know, watching the first game, I think that um, we actually had them going early, and I think a call or two and a post or two changed the complexion of that game. And I think somewhere in that first period, even though we were taking that game over, I think Tampa saw a couple of those breaks, and it just rejuvenated them to say they, they remember who they were. And how they can play, and I think it was a big. I think they came into this series 
with the mindset that we had going into Carolina, which mm-hmm. was that we really want to prove something here. You know, people were talking about the Devils now, and Tampa Bay's a great team, but they were on a little bit of a slide, not talking about them as much. And here they are, you know, three, three finals in a row. You know, they, they're still there. They're four still there. So I think something. Bro, what are you doing? Bro, I'm talking. <laughs> not you. Did you guys <laughs> no, hear that? Or was that just me? Something like a big bang. It's in, Chris. <laughs> no, it's not. Go ahead. Finish what you're saying. I thought like somebody was rubbing their... <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead, Bob. Anyway, you know, it just it woke them up again. They, they remembered who they were, and I didn't feel like we were anywhere in that game at all. Today, uh, weren't really that far behind. Some good things come out of the game, tying it up. But I kind of got a little bit of the same feeling I had in 2018, albeit we are a much better team than the team who made it to the playoffs, where when we got to that matchup against Tampa Bay, it just felt like we were playing in an arena we were not ready for. Um, Not that this team can't be ready for it, and I think they proved third period that they can. I think they got a little bit of their mojo back. Maybe if that game goes a little longer, it's a different story. Um, Keep playing until the Devils win, that kind of thing. I like that. I like that game plan. Keep playing until the Devils win. Not like that's yeah, just you know, keep going three on three overtime forever. All right, well, Tony, what are what are your little points here? Well, definitely a different vibe than the last show, right? After Carolina victory, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the first game of against Tampa, we hit three posts. We had a goal taken away, which is question. You know, I mean, I don't know what if, if you guys watched what your thoughts on that goal was, but. But that game, the first, I think the first 15 minutes we were in, we were in it. But then it just seemed like it just went away from us. This game, I felt a lot better about. Um, uh, Schmid played great tonight again. He did. I thought um, personally, uh, you know, obviously Myers played had a great game tonight. Just Tampa's tough, and it just goes to show us that when we get to the playoffs, it's gonna be. I get misled sometimes. I I I know we were talking a, a couple shows ago and. I had, I'm like, I can't picture us losing. But when I watch some of these games against tougher teams, I, I know how it happens. And uh, experience, I mean, Hagel, the first game he tore us apart uh, with three points. The guy, he was great. Stamkos was back again tonight, which obviously he had two goals against us. Yeah. Um, and Vasilevsky, I mean, this fucking guy, yeah. Vasilevsky's amazing. I actually believe, I don't know what you guys think, but we all saw Martin Brodeur play growing up. I mean, I saw him from mm-hmm. the beginning. Vasilevsky to me is the second best goalie I've ever seen play. I think. I mean, definitely. and there's I've seen he's a lot of great goalies. Best of this era, definitely. Yeah, I, I mean, I ran. I mean, I'm not saying he's better than Martin, but like, I mean, he's one of the best I've ever seen play. And I watched him. You know, when I was living in Tampa, I watched him play a lot, man. And that guy, he changes the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the first game I ever saw Brodeur play live in 1994 was against Tampa. It was a two-two-one win. Yeah, and I, I mean, look, I thought that. The problem with the first game was the first period, nothing went our way, like you guys all said. You know, there were posts, there was a goal taken away. And as far as that goal taken away, when it happened, I'm, I kind of, I was talking to my wife, and I'm like, I can kind of see it going either way. I think they're probably just going to go with whatever was called on the ice, which is what they did, you know. But, yeah, it, it probably shouldn't, it probably should have stood, just as a simple fact that Tatar was pushed into Vasilevsky. He didn't go in on his own accord, and the rules clearly state that but then again hockey most of the 
you know, all of the calls are all judgmental. I mean, you've seen uh, interference yeah. calls where a guy just farted next to the dude. You know, you, you see that stuff all the time. I so, know. And as a right, double fan, sometimes you feel like, why are they always going against me? I don't know. Yeah, if but if you watch, not, it, but... if you watch any other team, they all get it. It's just that we yeah, watch them, and true. it sucks. But I thought, you know, the first period being as deflating as it was, I just, you know, and and again, you cannot make a mistake against a team like Lightning. Is you know exactly those right. veteran teams, they they're going to capitalize every chance they get. Um, Vanacek should have had, uh, you know, a couple of those. Okay, first game was a shit show. I thought the second game was this game tonight. They they played a lot better, and the thing I liked about at least the first two periods in this game, it it's felt like the Devils were okay with taking what Tampa was giving them. We're going to not press, not make the mistakes we made in the first game. We're going to take what you give us. But in the third period, I thought they turned it on. And I thought that was really big for them because they have, you know, 17, 16 games left. That's enough time for this series to sink in and then to kind of get a a real feel of, okay, guys, this is what we have to do to win in the playoffs. And they can. They can fix it and they can do what they have to do. Timo having a huge night, I think, is going to be so big for his confidence moving forward. Um Schmid played that save that Schmid made on uh, Paul was just stupid. Nice. I mean, that was ridiculous. I saw a highlight of a two on one um, that was just brilliant. You know, yeah. yeah, that was definitely the best save by a Devil goaltender all year. Um, maybe in the last five years, <laughs> you know, we haven't. We it was it was a gorgeous save. But you know, I I think the Tampa's got to feel really good with how they played these last two games. I think the Devils have to be disappointed at the outcome of tonight, but they can look at that third period and some really good things in the, in this game and say, okay, we can fix these things, be ready for these guys on Sunday. I think the team that is probably going to shit their pants a little bit more is Toronto because now Tampa's starting to come to life and they're going to have to play them. So, you know, good luck to that, getting out of the first round. But, you know, it was I would have liked to have seen uh, at least at least a little bit more firepower tonight, a little, you know... Uh, you know, I thought, all in all, it is what it is. We're going in. Now we, I just think, cannot dwell on this game. Because if you start thinking, okay, we're going to get them Sunday, Florida's going to kick our asses on Saturday. Well, so I really hope that. Nine goals tonight? Dude, yeah. there were seven ten. seven different players, I think it was. There were ten goals in the first yeah. period. It was seven to three. Yeah. That's Five ridiculous. Have you ever seen a professional game with 10 goals scored in one period? I never have. Yeah, I'm not sure if that was one. I was actually going to look that up. You know, and with this game tonight, do you guys – the, the Toronto <clears> game that we just lost too, I think this – I believe I, – I, don't mark me on it, but I believe so this happened. Five on three, right? When we don't get – when we don't score, yeah, I was... always feel like it's all downhill from there. I think it was the Toronto game we had a five on three also that we didn't score on late right. in the game. And – Man, I don't know. That just gives me – after that happened tonight, I said, oh, shit. And what, Stamkos comes and scores, I maybe under yep, a minute right, after? Right after it. Devastating. You know, when I see that happening, too, the time we get those penalties, we were really controlling the play. We had all the momentum. And then we get the five on three, which is great, and then they went to commercial. And I just had that feeling right away. I'm like, oh, here we go. And then they come yeah. to commercial. And like, I think they did wind up getting three shots on goal on a post. Yeah. But it, it didn't. it didn't look that great. For five on three, and I've seen this so many times before, where a team just got all the momentum going. They wind up getting a power play. You're thinking this is a bona fide chance, and then their whole game plan changes. Yeah, and it, 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 the momentum goes away. I, I could never really this, wrap my hands around that. 
the the game on Sunday though is even for another reason is super important because we played Boston twice and they beat us and we played Toronto twice and they beat us and we played Tampa twice and they beat us. We haven't beat an Atlantic team in the top in the top three uh, seeds in the Atlantic. We haven't beaten them this year. Right. Um, they got to get that that mojo together, and you know, it, it it's going to be tough. I mean, they realize tonight like the things that they can do relatively easy on a nightly basis isn't going to come so easy. So you have to find other ways to score. You have to do the dirty work, get in front of the net, um, you know, win board battles and be tough and be grittier. And I thought the third period they were. Um, I liked the game that they played in the third period. So, Of course. And, you know, we lost by, as, as we all know, I fucking hate a shootout. And, uh, you know, I thought in the overtime – we controlled the puck. What well, I think most of the overtime until that until like the yeah. last minute or so, um, you know, we got one point. Uh, I think so. You know, now Carolina's what two games? We have we played three two points more games ahead in of Carolina. Us. We're three point. They're three points ahead. ahead yeah, of us. Rangers and they played them today, so that gives another. You know, so it's going to get a little tight, man. You know that it's going to be a crazy what last seventeen games. I think it's going to get a little mm-hmm. tight. Absolutely. I just hope that you know. Let me ask you guys a question, real quick. Remember the winning streak, and then remember when things started going bad. Do you remember something that happened to this team right around the time that everything fell apart in December? Nate Bashir. Does anyone know what happened this weekend that is kind of... Is he really the fucking linchpin of this team? I can't imagine it, but here it is, second time in a row. Bashir goes (laughs) out, and this team is like, we can't live without Nate Bashir in a lineup. Who would have thunk it? I mean, right. he's maybe on paper one of the most expendable players. Uh, you, you would know, think. I hate to say it because you got to line up this just so deep. Uh, you know, we're talking about him giving his spot away for Lazar because maybe that's just the best move to make. And here he is, and he goes out. And I just got to imagine it's some kind of weird coincidence because it just doesn't make sense to me on paper. But I will tell you this. It, you, were, you guys are making a really good point about what is playoff hockey? You know, like the Devils have not had playoff hockey. What parts of their game has not really been playoff hockey tempered and honed for that kind of game? It's a lot of dirty battle stuff. Now, we've seen them do that in the in, in this different parts of the season, but we have not seen, outside of the streak, really good consistent production from, you know, that BMW line that you can feel like, okay, going into playoffs, when it gets tight and there's tight checking – and Jack Hughes is tied up with two players on him all the time, and you know we don't can't rely on t- first two lines to score all the goals. We need him. Can this line produce? That's one of the question marks. That's what has to be fixed. They need to be able to do the, the dirty work, and and you know third as well as fourth line really contribute. Uh, when you know, let's face it, your your top lines are going to be checked by a good playoff team like Tampa. So you you know what you need to do is get that fourth line banging, causing trouble, making noise. Get some, get a goal, get some of the tension off the top lines, and that makes room for everything else to fall into place. Right now, I feel like they're kind of not doing their job, doing the gritty stuff, and then this, you know, all the weight and pressure and spotlight is on the star players, and they can only do so much at that point, you know. And you're, gonna, oh, that, you're not going to be complete. I think team. you're 100 percent right. I absolutely do. Um, you know, I think that they, the coaching staff for the next. 16 games or whatever every practice every game they that's exactly what they need to be hammering into their heads 
And what I missed at the beginning of the game as far as, like, the pregame, I just put it on, like, right at the puck drop, was Miles what a healthy scratch tonight? No, he's hurt. Oh, okay. All right. That hurts. Um, that definitely hurts. The team. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, any word on that? or No, I, I did read he was injured this morning, but they didn't say what it was. <sighs> okay, so Bastion and Wood, so we have two-thirds of that lineup now. Um, you know, Sharon Govich was back in tonight. I mean, I don't think he had a bad game. No. Um, I thought I thought he played pretty decent. They didn't get a ton of ice time, um, but I thought they played good. I thought Michael McLeod had a good game. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was flying around tonight. Hamilton uh, made but a great yeah. pass to Tatar on that goal too. That actually pretty much set that up. Yeah, yeah, that was a beautiful Tatar pass. Sixteenth. They they have to uh, yeah they have to get grittier. They got to get tougher. And you know every game. Here on out, that's how the other team's going to play. You know, look at the schedule. They're mostly playoff teams. This is how every team right now that is, knows they're going to the playoffs are doing everything they can to make sure they are ready to get into the playoffs. Which, thank, I'm kind of glad that this season is ending with this schedule. And I th- think it's a very good thing. Even if we go and lose all three of these games to Tampa, it could be a huge learning experience. So I, I, I think, uh, you know, there could be some good out of this. Or we can get swept in the first round because we're not playoff ready. Because Bobby's right. We looked a lot like the 2018 team against uh, Tampa. Right. right. Yeah, you know, it, was, it, it wasn't it was all that bad. It was just kind of like that half a step behind in everything. And not, I don't mean that literally. But there was a lot of missed chances on shots that could have been put in a different place. They were going wide, going high, going right into the crest. Um, you know, their goalie was just that touch better. You know, every little thing they did was just a touch better. And then when you add that up over an entire game, we're facing the whole game, and, you know, we wind up losing. You know, in that regard, it almost seemed like the way it should have been. Um, certainly didn't come out saying, wow, we lost that game. We should have won that game. You know, that was – I felt like we were chasing the whole time. But just that little bit, you know, and they can work from that, like you said. they got these two games under their belt now. They're going to talk about it. The third period was good. They showed what they can do. Um, but they're going to realize, yeah, we, we have another gear we need to get to if we're going to beat these teams. What do you guys think about that? the new lineup changes uh, tonight as far as having Meyer down with Halla and Brat? It works. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. And, uh, you know, right at the get-go, I said, hmm, this is kind of interesting because I also like Pilat up with Hughes. And... Um, I kind of wish Palat would have had a goal to, uh, in one of these games. Hopefully he can maybe get one on Sunday. You no, know, he wants he deserves one bad, it. so. Yeah, and, you know, he's just – he he's the kind of guy, too, now where his his leadership is going to come – be invaluable to this team going forward. Um, you know? This, this is, is why they, they got they, him going forward. This is for this yeah, phase. this is know? it. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't there for – he was there for, what, two games of the 13-game winning streak? Like, this team can win regular season games without Palat in the lineup. I don't know if we can win any playoff series without Palat in the lineup. Yeah, no, it's going to be key that one. From time what? to figure out too how to spread kind of the scoring out. I know for a while there we thought first second line will be solid the way it is. Who knows if you know Hughes and Meyer are actually going to work it out or if he's better off with Keisher. You know, the third line was coming along and if the fourth line's doing what they're doing, but the reality is, if you look at it from like a duo standpoint, we still have a lot of options if we kind of need to work on something to get a little more depth scoring all the way down the lineup. I mean, who's to say you couldn't put Mercer on a third line with Palat and then all of a sudden, you know, they're the lines well, like, of goals in the playoffs because the first two lines are all roped up. I like what they did tonight. Palat on the second line and Meyer on the third line. I think that's, I like that. 
I, I think the first line has really good chemistry. I don't, you don't fuck with that line. Leave them alone. Um, you know, if you really, if we have everybody healthy, I like, if you were to do like tonight's, for instance, and then also had Bastion and Woodback, those are four really good lines, lines I'd be comfortable going into the playoffs with. Yeah, you have a lull in the game and you're down by a goal or two, you're going to juggle them a little bit, especially Lindy. But I, I kind of like that. We haven't seen Hughes and Plot play together. Um, we barely have seen Meyer play with anybody. Uh, you know, a guy like Halla and then, you know, the speed of Brat. I mean, Brat played a very good game tonight. He was another one all over his place. I thought that line played I can't think outstanding. of a guy that tonight, actually. Even Siegenthal. I mean, he had a penalty late in the game with Siegenthal, but I can't really think of an individual who had a really bad game tonight. It was a... Siegenthal also got friggin' freightly oh, Blackwood. <laughs> he got... But fucking Siegenthaler, man, he got forklifted into the second row on that one hit. Jesus, he was in the freaking Tampa Bay bench. I, that dude gets lit up a lot. <laughs> I have seen him behind the net getting lit up more than once. Um, and that's a that's a bit of a problem. We have to start getting tougher. I agree with Dan. I think that is almost everything as far as going into the playoffs. If you can put make this team a tough team with the scoring and stuff that we have, and, you know, the goaltending playing, as I mean, it has for the most part been playing very good. They're going to be a much tougher team to beat. You don't put that grid in. And all a team does, they're going to lock you down. They're going to take away your offense, take away your best guys. They're going to make dudes like, you know, uh, you know, Boquist and, and Halla. And then those third and fourth lines are going to be the ones that are going to have to work for everything. And uh, the Devils have to get a little tougher. And... Uh, that's well, going to be the answer, I think, in the playoffs, if anything gets us, is that. And I said that weeks ago. I just think that the one thing we are lacking a little bit is the toughness. And I think Myers definitely, you know, he's he's beefs it up a little bit, Lazar, but I still, playoff hockey is so fucking brutal. It's, you know. Well, look at the regular season tone, right? And you put on any hockey channel, website, whatever. Everyone's talking about the Edmonton Oilers and Connor McDavid and the season they're having up there. They're in a very similar position. They, except they, I mean, this year at least they're getting decent goaltending with uh, Skinner. Uh, but, you know, they are not a big team or a tough team, really. They don't have, you know, they didn't have solid goaltending. And, so, and the same thing, everyone picks them, have great years. They're going to put up a ton of points, but come playoff time, they can't get it done because the bigger, tougher teams take them down. Or in a, in another case with Edmonton is they they're so front loaded you know it's a, you just take those dudes away or at least limit them you can't That's take it. McDavid and Drysaddle away That's what but we want limit to them you yeah know? and you know don't have a third and fourth line that can do the job but. You know that that's that's when you're a one trick pony. Whether that what that whatever that one trick is, it is kind of you know much easier for these teams to shut you down. And for the most part, we kind of are. We're a fast offensive team, and if we have to play whenever, like we talked about the other the other day, like whenever a team a good team gets us out of playing our game into playing their game, uh, it's it's a bad night. You know we can't overcome it, and so it's all and that's all going to come with with getting in the playoffs and, and, you know, hopefully maybe making a nice run. Like, you know, the Rangers last year going to the Eastern conference finals. Like I seriously think that is going to pay dividends for them this season going into the playoffs. Of course. Absolutely. So that's where we got to be. You know, very rarely does a team that just starts breaking out goes and wins the cup. But I'll tell you, this team has played a lot this year, like a team that, 
could do that if they do turn it on or at least make a hell of a run. It's going to be fun to watch. But you could also see this team, like we said, losing in the first round just because of that inexperience. Yeah, and not only that, I just think there's they know what hard work is. They know, they know how to pay the price along the boards and make plays. That's different than being not just gritty but nasty when you need to be. And this team is not that. It hasn't been. No. Now, they have the ability to, to, to learn that in real time and, and make a real run at the playoffs. Yes. I think they're going to learn with some surprising success this year, or they're going to learn the hard way that this team has to become gritty with a nastier edge when it comes playoff time. I don't care how skilled you are. That's exactly why nobody's picking Edmonton to win the Cup. you got the top two scorers in the league there, and it doesn't fucking matter. right? And, and it's going to be great for on an odd you know, night at scoring, you know, crazy number of goals, but is it going to get you to foreign playoffs? No. I mean, it, they might have tried to change the formula a little bit with defense wins championships because they want more goals in the NHL, but they didn't really. It's a team defense that's that's beat, that's uh, built on, like, being the tougher team. You know, that Tampa Bay team and the teams that won the Cups and made it, you know, these te- the, the Tampa Bay team in the last three or four years, they kind of look a lot like our 2000 Devils in the way that they play, you know, it's their defense, the way that team defense, every dude on that team, like, uh, you know, uh, what's the coach's name? Cooper, right? What, John, what, John, uh, John Cooper, yeah. Yeah, Cooper. He, like, he doesn't want you if you're not going to play defense. No, that's if you're, you know, good, too. I don't know what you guys think of him. I've, I even who? thought he was good when he was with the Rangers. I mean, uh, Sergachev, he kills that he hurts the yes. Devils. I mean, you know, he's the guy's, the guy's a hell of a player. Well, you know, they're, they're, I was saying it to Bobby before, like, after Monday's game, all I kept thinking was, like, after Tampa wins their third cup in four years, everyone's going to look. Be, so, oh, you look back to that game, first game against the Devils, that they really kind of turned it on and became Tampa, because they look like Tampa. I mean, they look like the lightning that just goes and rolls people in the playoffs. Yes. This is what they this do. Is this is what they machine. do. They, that's why a couple weeks ago, a lot of people were talking, you know, Tampa this, Tampa They're a team that... They're going to turn it on. They got the players. You have such experience on that team. They have such a core. I mean, like I said, I lived in Tampa for a few years, was never a fan. But, man, I have to say, they players want to play there for a reason. They like John Cooper. They believe in what he does. Um, you know, so it's just they're going to get well, – when it comes time for the playoffs, they're going to be a machine. With the way the league is built now, um, with the salary cap, with the, you know, uh, socialism structure that it actually has – uh, if you're, if they win to this year and they win three out of the last four and they were in the one that they lost, they were in the cup final, in this day and age, does that put them down in what your guys' opinion as one of the, if not maybe the best hockey dynasty of the last 30 years? Yeah, you got to go back to what? 40 years? I mean, maybe the Islanders, the Edmontons, yeah, uh, you know. I mean, to, to be able in this day and age with the way that the league is built to win, or, you know, if they did, to win three out of four cups, in, or three out of four championships in any one of the four major sports, that's ridiculous. And they keep that team I mean, together, too. Then Yes, they keep the nucleus, they move away the old guys when they bring in the new guys, and they keep everything the same, and, uh, you know, they, they look at their team and the league two, three years in advance. And that is smart. You know, they're a team that, you know, maybe we'll deal somebody a year earlier instead of a year late. And they'll, they're, 
that's what they do, and they just keep, like you said, they keep the machine going. Well, they are when, a hell of an organization. I remember when they had Jonathan Drew, and everyone was, they loved him in Tampa. He was, you know, doing great there. They got rid of him, and Braden Point stepped right in. And then Braden Point yep. is, I mean, shit, who wouldn't like to have Braden Point on their team? He's a hell of a player. And Kucherov is just sick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Jesus, he, he's so freaking good. Yeah, they are. They're going to be a tough team, man. I don't want to beat Toronto. I don't think Toronto can beat them. <laughs> Toronto doesn't want to beat Toronto going to this. Yeah, I mean, do you guys think Toronto has a, can beat them in a seven-game series? No. No, I don't. Anything and, can yeah. happen, but I don't think so. Especially I mean, that goal, that Vasilevsky's just... That's yeah. the thing, too. I really do think he's, you know, the best goalie of this time period. He, he really has been. And uh, I don't know if anyone... I don't know if you could argue that. It, it, he's got every metric you want, and he's you know he's sick in the head skilled. Like if he didn't have all the success, you'd still be like, this guy's amazing. It's one of the freak saves he's made over the years. Like those are all kind of like parlor trick stuff that's kind of cool. But then he backs it up with all the wins where it counts, right? And that's yeah. where you know we're looking at. We got question marks, and when it comes to playoff goaltending, and you know you couldn't have a more emphatic yes. I mean, I don't think there's a team in this league that wouldn't trade away their goalie for Vasilevsky today if they could. He steps care. up in the play. I mean, the guy's, you know, he's Boston like Patrick Mahomes. stupid Mahone. not it's to like... deal Allmark for him right now. Well, you know, Allmark's having an amazing year. But if you, a, a magic wand, could get Vasilevsky instead of Allmark today, Boston would do that in a second. I'm telling you, he's he's that reliable. He's the closest thing to, like, real money goaltender that you can Well, get. that's the key word, is reliable. He's been yeah. good for a long time. And, you know, Omar was is always a good goalie, and he's having an incredible year. Yes, yes. Vasilevsky always has incredible years. So he's years. getting a shutout right now. There are 30 seconds left. It's 2 nothing Boston over the Jets. So I don't know if he was in net tonight or not. But Yeah. I mean, that's he's what they do. Goal. I'm just picking him as an example of that's how crazy good Vasilevsky is and in the pressure situations. I, and I don't think there's anybody in the league right now that can actually touch him in that department. Um, and you go back to Marty's, uh, you know, heyday back in when when he was playing. There were a lot of guys. The argument of who's the best goalie in the world was a fun one to have because everybody had, you know, who had Hashik, who had Brodeur. You know, there were even guys... Patrick Watt. I mean, Cujo. You know, He's the one who Cujo, makes 80 yeah, saves. Yeah, so yeah Belfour. You, you had Potvin in Toronto. You had some really, Osgood really. Burn, you had a two damn. I mean, just... Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you, you had some great, great goalies back then. And the argument was fun to have. Uh, you really can't have it this year. Like, for the last seven years, could you. Who's better than Vasilevsky, man? He's hands down. And he might. He would have been a guy in the in that era that would definitely would have been fun to throw into that conversation right who's better in their prime you know yeah yeah definitely goalies were fun but i mean think about all the you know some of the names back then the personalities you just had goaltending was different back then even the guys who you had the the john casey's the the uh only the goalie you know it was just a oh that's right colzig down in washington that's right brasso you know i mean brasso assholes we used to call them but. You know, I mean, and the, the value on goaltenders doesn't seem to be there nearly as much as it was back in the day. I mean, have you ever? I've never heard of a team that wins a Stanley Cup and then gets rid of both their goaltenders. Yeah. Also, like I've never of heard play. of a team doing that, right? The you guys remember watching Hexiles play? Of play? I mean, was he a fucking trip or what? Oh yeah, he is a mess. Archer Zerbe, I mean, just such, such a name. I loved Archer Zerbe. Yeah. He was up in San Jose. Hurricane eventually. But yeah, know, they were, they were. That's right. He played for Carolina. He had, he had a good run in Carolina. I remember yeah. when you mentioned only the goalie. He's one of the first 
that were like the real big guy who played st- strict butterfly, and he became really the prototype. So when you look at it now, the goaltending has gone that way. All these goaltenders are on average like six three and up, and um, they all play. The style difference is so small compared to years ago. Years ago, there was a lot of style difference, especially in that crossover period of '90s, mostly, uh, where you had, you know, Bruno was some mix of new and old school, but you still had a lot of old school guys out there. Sure. I mean, that he played against, especially the first half of his career, where those guys were playing totally different styles. I mean, there's no comparison outside of the net. It's like, uh, imagine if some guys were still playing with wooden sticks with no curves in their blade. You know, the, the styles are so different. I'm not even making uh, an assessment over what's better, although if you want the data, the, the modern play is so much better. But because they're driven by that data now, there's like one way to be, and that's it. So all these goalies, in some ways, are very interchangeable, and they're almost an like excellent robotic. point. They really are, and so I. It's funny because we're talking about how great Vasilevsky is because he, he's at the top of that because somebody has to be, but really everybody in him are playing very very similar style. So it comes down to his just like, you know, uh, reactions and how great they've been. His his play reading, how great they, these things are all differences between them. He's, it's not like he's not better. But style wise, it's like the same style. Everybody's playing the same way. You know, it is. And it, I understand it, but it's it's definitely screwed the variation of it too. And, and you know, regardless of what the metrics say of which goaltending style is more productive, I miss uh, the two pack stack save because it yeah, is just so one pretty, of the right? most beautiful things to see. A Even like the old kick post saves, post. you don't see the right. kick saves like that. No, now, the and butterfly I, style is amazing. Like what it's evolved to. Those guys move around right. like I don't even know. Like some of those methods they use, and it's all edge work on their toes. Like it's so fine and precise, but it's not the same too. There's, it, it, like I said, it's very almost robotic. You know? I think the NHL player in general has changed since we were younger. I mean, you just oh you know, sure, it just uh, now it's even like we were talking about personality wise. You know, you don't have the Trevor kids anymore. Now you have it's like mm. now it's. It's much more. It seems almost more like a clean cut league. Obviously, a lot of the rules have changed, and a lot of you can't hang on players like you used to be able to. There's a lot of shit right. different. But uh, and a lot of those players back in the '90s probably wouldn't play today. But oh yeah, definitely. But man, I love that uh, the Chris Simons come. I mean, those guys are just you know guys that yeah. stick in your mind 20 years later. Well, you know, there's just there's not a role for a guy whose main purpose is to just cause shit nowadays, you know. And there were dudes that they didn't serve any other purpose. You're a big guy, you know how to ice skate. We got a job for you, yep. and that was kind of you know how they plugged them in, especially go '60s and '70s, like the goons were the goons, but and I they slowly got phased out. I miss that, yeah. like Grimson, to, to, all those guys. Yeah, those dudes were, and even the 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 you know the small small guys because it was a much bigger league back then too. Yeah. You know, uh, you didn't have guys you know Jack Hughes's size. Uh, you had a couple. Ty and look at how Theo Flurry he comes to mind. But how oh, hard yeah. did that dude have to work, Theo Flurry, for every little thing that he got, you know? Uh, and then you know you had Brian Gianta. He had a he was a good small man, yeah. uh, but it was a much much bigger league. Um, and yeah, I mean, I like that it got a lot faster and there are more goals. But I miss the hell out of the big tough dudes that you know. You're down two goals. You knew you were going to see a couple of fights, 
And what happened last night with the um, Bennington and oh, Mark Andre Fleury thing? I heard. So I wanted to get to this actually. I was going to bring this up later, but now that we're talking about this, so yeah, Bennington got scored on by Hartman, and uh, all of a sudden he wanted to, him and uh, Mark Andre Fleury wanted to fight. Well, fucking officials broke it up. I How mean, do you break up thing, a hockey okay? fight, a goalie fight? They broke up a goalie fight, okay? So this goes into ties. I was just reading this morning that in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League that they're banning fighting altogether. They're saying it's no longer mm. part of the game. So right now the penalty there, if you fight, is a five-minute major in the game misconduct already. <laughs> um, so now they're going to ban it altogether. So th- they stopped this goalie fight. I mean – Something that think about God it. God damn liberals ruin hockey. Think about it. Like think of the the uh Potvin versus Hextall, the Ray Emery versus uh Byron, the uh, Corey Schwab versus Tony Soderstrom. He beat the shit out yes. of him. Yes, he did. I mean, dude, Sean guys, Burke versus like LaForest. I mean, these are things that you remember, you know? Yes. When the NHL is finally done with fighting about fifteen, twenty years, we're gonna go to these games and start screaming. About how you ruined hockey and somebody punched somebody. And you're going to be like this weird old man. Right. Why is this old man advocating they punch each other? You know, like we stepped out of a Rumpelstiltskin time machine. Because it is kind of going that way, right? I hate it, though. I, I think it's awful. Like, I think when And of all time machines that you could have thrown out, you threw out Rumpelstiltskin. Not the DeLorean, not you know, not, not, no, I think it's not the, yeah, not the TARDIS, no, Rumpelstiltskin. Did you ever, Rumpel- guys, you ever go to like, Mex- Walmart? Mexoplex. It's going to be something, yeah. But I know what he says, right, it's, it's true though, it's, you know, but I think taking away fighting, man, it's like when you go to Walmart and buy a CD and put it on and they fucking bleeping out the curse words. It's like, what the fuck, you know? I hate it, man. Oddly, that makes a perfect sense. You know, it's like, they should have, those guys should have been allowed to fight last night. I was totally discouraged when I saw that they stopped it. And I think, you know, Bennington's got a fucking problem. What's up with that, dude? You you, you think? He's always we've, like... We've, 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 Dan and I have talked uh, extensively about Bennington and losing his fucking mind on a yeah, regular basis. Yeah, you know, we just said they were all robots. And nobody has any bell for anymore, but we forgot about Bennington. Yeah, but he's on the Eddie Belfour fast track. Yeah. He's gonna if if he's substance abuse problem to come out soon, I feel like <laughs> he's gonna be at the same places. At some point he's gonna be in his underwear in the wrong hotel room. <laughs> you know. Just like uh, our good just friend. Like Eddie, Eddie the Eagle. Scared. Eddie the Eagle, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean that must be something else. You got Eddie Belfour in his yeah. underwear in your hotel room. What happened? What happened yeah. to this man? Imagine that. He walks into your room, and you look at your oh, you got OJ Simpson hopping over a with a butcher knife and a mask. I, I, think, I think this is Eddie Belfort, a goaltender, who's just passed out on our coffee table. What? Maybe that's crazy. I couldn't believe just that. Lost, did he lose his pads? Oh, just, that's why he was in his underwear? <laughs> no, I think he lost his mind. It was something, man. Yeah. Was, did you guys hear about time. the dude, off topic, kind of, but the, the guy, Tom Brady, walked into the dude's house in Tampa by mistake. The guy came out and Tom Brady was in his living room last year. That's, by mistake, that went through the wrong door. crazy shit, yeah. Yeah, so, you got to look that up. It's wait. very interesting. I saw it on this news story. I was like, God damn. Tom Brady accidentally went into someone, the, someone the wrong house? Door. I guess he, this big area they live in, because you know, he was living in Jeter's place for a while. I do know that. Over in Tampa. Was it Jeter that walked into his no. house and saw Tom Brady on the couch? No, but, he, but he was living in Jeter's oh. place over on the water over there. <laughs> okay. 
So was he just drunk, or does every house there no, just, just be owned by billionaires and? But, Some guy comes know, home and cursing your... curse his wife out. He's like, why is Tom right. Brady in our couch? <laughs> right. You yeah. you I asked you about this, and you <laughs> lied to my face. Not again. First it was John Elway, now Tom Brady. When we said that celebrity-free pass Far thing that couples do, this is not what I was thinking was going to happen. I didn't think you were actually going to get your free pass guy. I ended up on our couch. Thanks, hon. Uh, yeah, he probably is quite a few women's free pass guys. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Whatever that is. <laughs> I think it's awful, man. Let the guys fight. It's just, I, don't, I miss it so much. Oh, always. yeah. Back to the hockey fight. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. That No, you'd never, never. It's like a unicorn to see a goalie fight, you know? Yeah. It's like you don't stop it. You don't shoot the unicorn, you know? You want to you just it. look at it from afar. Yeah, and kill that and unicorn. Even if you don't like you upon it, it, you know? It's like those chicks with two heads you see on the memes, you know? It's like... Yeah. What? You don't know that? The, this, por- the, the two... Uh, we won't even get... I'll let, let that go now. We'll be... <laughs> All right, Tone. How about we play your game? <laughs> oh, yes. All right. The devil... So we're, what, what, the devil you know. You want me to give the rules again Yeah, real quick? yeah, yeah. Because I'm off with okay. this kind of shit. Okay, so Tony will be the... This, uh, game, this game needs a sounder. I'm just telling you guys to remind me. We've got to make one. Yeah, we definitely the have to make one. devil you know. You know, some kind of... Some Jeopardy music we in the background producer, or something. That's what they would do. Produce. If anybody's listening and you want to produce this show for free, we're all for it. Devil. We'll even let you come on. The devil um, you know. Something like that. Yeah, just come up with a nice little cool sounder for this. Yeah. Anyway, um, the so the know. rules are Tony is going to give us clues of a devil player. Knowing Tony, it's going to be somebody we never fucking heard of. No. And uh, whether a devil player old, that... Right? <laughs> well, you'll just probably went on to, you know, devil's history and like who's the first, you know third line defenseman they had you know in 1986 no, so Danico. anyway Ken Danico yeah, you're probably right um, he wasn't on the third pairing he was definitely on the first pairing back then yeah it was so, that bad <laughs> <laughs> because we didn't get good till he moved down he, he did our intro and you're shit talking the man I love Kenny Danico <laughs> Oh, Speaking Danico, of players yeah, who would play today, that's a player I miss. That's a, yeah, he definitely he had character. Danico's the man, dude. I tell yes. you, I, I took my fucking daughter to Jersey, and we tw- he was like tweeting people, and we tweeted that our daughter wanted to meet him, and he like had us come up to the booth. He's just an awesome dude, man. Yeah. Just a fucking that's, put the ring on her finger, you know. It was like that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. So all right, much love to Kenny D. Definitely. Um, so Tony's going to give us clues about a devil player that at one point played for the Devils. Um, we can shout out our answers at any moment. We get three incorrect answers before we are eliminated, and we can ask Tony any question we want, but he does not have to answer it. Bobby has a question. I do have a question. Yes. I'm wondering if we can make an amendment to the rules where if the proper answer is shouted out, Tony does not acknowledge that until the others have a chance to continue to play. Ooh. Did that happen? But that sounds very first, specific. You're going to get more points because you got it early. That's a good question. That's a good question. But what was the second question? Or what was the first question? What question? Who's on first? I didn't ask the question. I was demanding. No, but Dan said that's a good question. What's the question? What What he said. Should we do this? Oh, oh, that's that is a good question. <laughs> All right, I mean, so you want to you want to put this to a, a formal vote for an amendment to the rules of note uh, the devil you know. So All nobody right, so. says anything until it's their turn to answer. You may answer as we go, and Tony will know who said the right answer first. Yes, but he could still keep giving clues to the rest of us 
like me, who will never win one of these. Okay. Same here, dude. Like oh, wait, you just want to keep going forever like Tony's overtime rule? I got six like, fucking facts on here, man. You guys better figure this shit out fast. I'm just thinking, imagine this. Imagine. <laughs> Way to put the work in, Tone. Thanks. <laughs> so, a listener's listen. I'm just trying to visualize how this is going to go. Or, and, and they hear, like, right away, the right answer get yelled out. But the guys are still playing the game for like twenty minutes. <laughs> yes. Like, the, shouldn't we end the game once the right answer is called out? It might be like, dude, you said that five minutes ago, <laughs> right? But what if we forget that we said it and we I just keep will. going forever? I'm never gonna get a. How about forever we can go? I up like to six questions or fast. That's a good point. Wait, wait, wait. Let's, but, let's but, try it that way. I think it's gonna. All be right. Fun. Okay. Okay. So Tony, you're basically now also the referee. Oh, so sh- you're gonna. Sh- so like, if, what? He's got to keep a poker face because if I say the right answer, <laughs> he's going to keep going. Okay, I'm first of all, I'm just going to say I'm confused right now, but I'm I'm guessing we're going to figure this out as we go. So it's be uh, good. Keep a, all right, I love so it. Buck, I love it. buckle up, everyone. Okay, so, all right, wait, all right, I got no, you. Dan, stop, no, just we're playing. All right, come on, Tom. <laughs> Neil Brown. This. this, this <laughs> Bobby won. Bobby gives your point. Look me up next time when you're. We take care of each other. Bobby, Bobby wins. Boys. Tell him what he won, Dan. You Holy won shit. absolutely nothing. So Why it's not because Dan said it. Our one it's listener, a... who's my mom. You really did. The victory. It's really <laughs> not Neil Broughton. Neil Broughton. Is it really? It's not Neil Broughton. No, no. way. Oh, okay. <laughs> you had me good, dude. You had me good. All right, so give us the first question. Okay. This former yeah. devil was drafted by the Devils in the second round of the 1985 entry draft. Keep going. <laughs> he was named to the 1989 All-Star Game. He had actually played the year before that, but only played – he went as a rookie – because he only played a certain amount. I think he played 11 games the year prior to that. So he was actually considered a rookie in that All-Star game. So he didn't come right up with the big club. He played with the Devils, I think, 11 games the year prior to the year he made the All-Star game. Right. Can we review? What was the first one? He what? was drafted in 85. Drafted in 85 in the entry draft. 85. Okay. He's named to the 1989 All-Star game. 89 All-Star okay. game. Did play okay. the year before 11 games. In 1988. Yeah. Um, so what about 87 and 86? Miners. Miners, gotcha. That's correct. Um, He's on okay, vacation. So he was born in January 29th, 1967. If you guys get this right that, you guys are. Wait, let me. Uh, it's up. I'm going to check my birthday wishes. Okay. Played for 18 years also. Mm. Brendan Shanahan. No. Okay. He, so he played 820 games, 324 wins, 341 losses, 110 ties. And uh, his goal average was six uh, two point ninety six. Sean Burr? Yes. Oh, I told that Barry. Beautiful answer. Is that the last of your oh. clues? I wanted another clue. No, he also played with the Devils, Whalers, Hurricanes, Canucks, Flyers, Panthers, Coyotes, Bolts, Kings. Is it um, Sean Burke? Yeah. <laughs> Sean Burke? I'm going to go with Sean Burke as well. I think I got it because I waited for the <laughs> so last All question. three of us got Sean Burke. We're good. So, that's all right, that's, that was a, good that's a good one. I, I was now, not thinking goalie until you said the goals against average, and my mind just processed I wasn't either. No. I, nothing in that clue gave me a, uh, an idea I, that was going to be a goalie. That was tough. 
See, I do have speaking to of Burke, man, that dude used to fight all the fucking time. If you actually yeah. go, that dude was always brawling. I, I do I, have to make another amendment real quick. I'm sorry, just to the game before we go forward. From uh, Just so everyone is clear, it doesn't have to be a goalie. That's all I'm saying. No. I'll tell you a little, a little Sean Burke story, though. When I was a kid, my mom used to work at the uh, Vinoy Hotel over in St. Petersburg. So the Lightning, whenever teams would come visit, she was like, yeah. She was, uh, she was a big over there, actually, at one time. But um, when the teams would come to play, they would usually skate in Brandon, like the visiting teams. So uh, the Hurricanes, not the Hurricanes, but the Whalers at that time were in town. And Sean Burke was the goalie. And I was a kid, and we went to the practice, and Sean Burke's outside. And I went up to him with a devil's card, and I was like, do you miss New Jersey? No lie. And he said to me, why the hell would I miss New Jersey? Oh man. That's I was so crushed, man. <laughs> Because I live there, and it's my home. But he left, you know, he he sat out that last season with them because he sat out, and they traded him for Bobby Holik. So it makes sense that he's bitter. But as a kid, you don't want to hear that. When you're young, you're like, you think New Jersey is the place you want to be, you know? Well, yeah, and that's your favorite hockey team there. So Sean Burke broke your little heart. But I'll never forget that. Yeah, I'll never forget that about him. But I always like Sean Burke. It's a hell of a thing to say to a kid, right? You know? (laughs) Why would I go back to Jersey? Did he kick your dog dog on the way out of the room? I did feel a little deflated. I was with my, like, one of my buddies was a Penguins fan. I think it was good for you, though, because you you decided right then and there, you got to get the hell out of New Jersey, and you did eventually. And that's why you're in Lithuania. You you figured that was the furthest place from Jersey. I I need it colder. (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't cold enough. So that was like a formative thing for you. Yeah. I want to go to a war-torn area of the world, away from the ocean, away from warm weather. That makes perfect sense. I yeah. could totally see why you no, went. Lithuania, man, it's, you know, like, it's a very, uh, it's a weird place, man, but it's a great place. We have, like, I was telling Chris earlier, you drive down the road, you have these castles with cannonball holes in them from, like, back in the day. Like, we don't tear down our shit here. Like, we don't. You know, obviously, we don't tear down all... Everything is kept here from all the past. And it's pretty fascinating. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of stuff that... If, you that know, was, if that was in the United States, it'd be torn down and be a fucking down, target man. there. Well, it's just that the there. stuff over there, too, is just that much older. Like, yeah. I remember being in Europe once, and you like, whoa, what's that tower? Like, that was built by the fucking Romans, 2000... This That's country awesome. had nothing but trees 2,000 years ago. There was no sure. permanent structures until... We so have war bunkers everywhere. Europe. You could, like... We have, uh, you know, we had obviously we had Dan just left us. See you later, Dan. Well, now there he is. You, you blacked out for a second. But uh, we have like, you know, obviously war bunkers. We have old concentration camps here. They, they kept a lot of it up, but it's it's fascinating shit when you see it. I mean, you know. sounds like you're cutting a promo for Lithuania right now. Come see our concentration camps. I gotta camps. say, man, it's okay. The winter sucks though. You freeze to death. But I mean, besides that, you know. <laughs> it's all going in the ad. I'm I'll, tell what, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what sold me on Lithuania. The... Here's my kids can walk to the store. I don't let them; they're too young. But you can let your kids walk to the store here. By, Nobody by wants their own kids, so no one's going to take them. Not, <laughs> we don't have that wants issue here. Their own kids. It's like we don't have that issue here. There's not like you don't see. You know, our right. deaths here are mostly like you know someone might kill themselves or shoot their wives, unfortunately. But you I don't hear another like, ad for the tourism. But it's not like, you know, when, I was in, when I was in Florida, some guys eating some guy's face off or like, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, well, at well, least it's like... not Florida where you're going to come to Lithuania. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's totally more, you know, it's much more safer for your children. Let me ask you a question. Are we getting paid by safe. the tourism board? Lithuania because we should. They should sponsor us. Tourism board here, man. That's a great. (laughs) The first thing you need to do, Tony, is start a a tourism board. Yeah, right away. You you need to put that. You could go to Florida where you might get your face eaten (laughs) off, or how about Lithuania? Try this place. 
Bro, they don't need faces. Nice no faces. When your team loses, <laughs> when your team loses, you can go out the next day. No one fucks with you because no one has any idea. You know, it's kind of like those countries where they send the wrong. You know, say they have like the Minnesota Vikings Super Bowl champions, which we know is not going to happen. And they, <laughs> they have to send the shirt somewhere. No <laughs> argument for me. <laughs> these foreign countries where the kids all wear them. It's got no, nobody knows. It's the uh, uh, yeah, alternate no universe. What the hell you're talking about, Tony? I, I know Holy what you mean. Like, a lot of these countries I, you'll I, see that oof. don't even watch those sports. They get the the, the misprints, the batches, the mis. You know, right. And so you'll see like there's a guy like in Zimbabwe, you know, with you know like. The Bills have won a Super Bowl four times in a <laughs> right, row. Right. You know? They always had Yankee hats on, too. I don't get it. Everyone's got a it's fucking like, Yankee hat on. Yeah, it's like the man in the high castle, but stupid, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to go back to finish that show. Yeah. Okay, I can't be this. I don't know. Wake my daughter up. She's right above me. What show are you watching? The, <laughs> um, the man in the high castle. I got to finish watching that. Never. Dude, I start. So I told you guys, I started watching... Um, the Jack Ryan, right? Mm-hmm. And I watched the first episode and I liked it. And then I watched like three or four episodes more and I don't like it anymore. I have come to the realization that John Krasinski, everything he says and does is so just a little bit goofy that it's funny. So he's Jim Halpert all the time, even when he's trying to be serious. Like, I oh, cannot real? get he's over like, that. He's being Jim for the office. Is he like doing pranks and stuff? I don't no 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 no. Just like his his mannerisms, his like just his cadence of his voice, the way he throws a grenade. It's just yes. If if Jim Halpert was a spy, he would totally be that Jack Ryan. I got you. And and I'm also get to a point like now he has a different love interest. I actually like said out loud like Pam's gonna be pissed. Like that's not cool. He's nothing more than. Jim from The Office. And I'm sure he's a wonderful person, but he should never do any other acting. You don't, I you don't, like, don't even really watch The Office. Bobby, what I do you watch? What's your guy's thing? I was watching Jack Ryan to say, this is the guy from The Office. Right. Right. I did get past it, but like I told you, first season, great. Second season, good. Third season, I think I'm still, I have to go back to whatever episode I was on. I don't recall. Yeah, I don't know if I can go back to it now, just because now it's just that's it in my head, and I can't I'd rather just watch The Office. What were you asking, Bobby? What do you watch? What yeah, we are all watching? Yeah, I'm, I'm so far behind, man. Like I told you guys, I'm watching The Office. I'm just, I haven't seen it. I'm just on six, uh, season six right now, so I'm way behind in life. But what, what, do you, what do you guys watch at your place, Bobby? Oh, like I said, we just finished uh, Special Forces. We watch... Uh, Porn. Is it anything good? <laughs> like, um, Blacklist. Um, Black what? Netflix, dude. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Netflix, motherfucker. Dad's watching fucking Bears play hockey. What is this? Sh- I, I don't have this channel. So, right. what is this? I'm glad you oh, brought no, this up because you... I I meant to talk about this because we discovered this. We were texting back and forth. I happened to be going to ESPN Plus during a commercial to check out if the new Mandalorian was out or whatever, and I see like up in the top, you know, the banner. It looks like hockey. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it says like, I think it was like Green City Classic or something like that. And so I click on the thing, and it's uh, all these little cartoon animals animated playing hockey against each other. The graphics are cartoony and maybe a little bit more polished, but as ridiculous proportions as like the old Nintendo when you had that fat guy, the skinny oh, yeah. guy, and the, remember the old. <laughs> so it didn't look realistic, you know. But it was, you know, like I said, little animals. And I'm watching, the, and I realize it's the Rangers versus the Bruins. I'm like, isn't that no, the game? I'm sorry, you're right, the Caps. 
So like, isn't that game on right now? I'm looking, it's the same score. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm just watching a goal. It was like, real, like it, it is the game. So they, what they're doing is they have this computer animation in real time animating cartoon players to make virtually the same movements as the players on the ice. And you're watching no the fighting. game as if they were cartoons. Yeah, the fights and, were brutal. I mean, I saw it, a bear die. No, <laughs> but there was a, uh, they had a, on the, uh, this morning I saw it, they had a side-by-side video of Patrick Kane's goal um, in that game next oh, really? to the cartoon one, and it was identical, like everything. And I was I, losing I, my mind. I thought maybe this were, has been around that I never noticed it. No, they were advertising it during this weekend's games on um, on ABC. Okay. So, like, I and in my head I was like, I kind of wanted to check that out, and I didn't. And then when I read your text, I flipped over to it, and I automatically just was like, every hockey game from now on should be played like this. This is the coolest thing ever. It was crazy. Like when they would run into each other, one would fall down to be little stars over his head. (laughs) It's awesome. Maybe we'll make a devil's loss easier if there were bears when they're losing or pandas or something. It was weird, and what bothered me is we lost by the same score that the Caps did. (laughs) Four to one. That game was going on at the same time as the Devils game. And, uh, and And what's worse is the Rangers were winning. It's also it's a very cool way to kind of get little kids to kind of maybe pay attention to hockey a little bit, you know. They're doing that with cool. too, right? They have like kids ESPN or some shit. Oh, do uh, I, I, I don't know if they have kids ESPN or Nickelodeon. Yeah. I think Nickelodeon's doing something with the NFL where it's Nickelodeon. Like, yeah. <laughs> what the hell is Nickelodeon? It's radioactive. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's five o'clock you know in the morning slime here. They <laughs> That's Bobby's lights getting in my brain over there above his head. I have, I have been slimed. I have Nickelodeon poisoning. I'm going to die in six months. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> On that note. Oh, boy. All right. Before we go, I, here's a question for you guys. What yeah, do you think about please. the goaltending still, man? Like, what is? Oh, God. Sorry, because this thing's off the rails. I wanted I wanted Vanacek to have a super solid game. He came off a great shutout, really feeling, that's it, man. This is what we want. Now, look, I heard you say he should have had a couple of those. I think one. I, I don't know if I would have said couple. One was the difference in, you know, like the getting off the mat and getting back in the game. So yeah. the timing was not great. So, yeah, I really... Do I think it was like, oh, that was an awful goaltending performance. You can't win with goaltending performance. No, that really wasn't the number one problem with that loss at all. So I'm not trying to overstate it, but it would have been so great to see him start stringing together, you know, super solid performances two in a row because that hasn't happened much lately. It's been good, good, not his fault, not his fault. You know, like you're not getting too many like super solid performances. So... Wow, did he play great the previous game? I mean, earned that shutout. Was not up to that level, you know. Schmidt, he did a great job tonight. I don't blame the loss on him at all. I mean, no. I think his goals were cleaner, all three of them. But here's a question for you. So you got, mm. so you know Blackwood skating. They're, they're skating three at practice right now, right? right. Yeah. Um, Schmidt is on emergency loan right now from Utica. So I know we all say, I know we've heard said it several times, don't put Blackwood in again, don't put Blackwood in again. I disagree in a way. The reason I think Blackwood should play a few more games this year is going into the postseason, you never know what's going to happen. Say Schmid gets gets injured or uh, Vitek gets injured. It's, is it good to have get Blackwood some more NHL playing time before the postseason comes? Because you can send 
Akira down to the minors, and he can play a bunch for a couple games. That's really interesting because I, I would I mean, think imagine the old way of doing things where you had a clear number one and a backup. Your yeah. proposition would be silly. Nobody ever been like, dude, what happens? We have to work a third goaltender and to make him prepared. You, they used to never think like that, you know. No, you're and, right. But now with the way they they're kind of relying on two to get through playoffs, and I, I, not all teams are doing that really, but. Um, they're kind of like let, letting the second one play a lot more playoff games than they used to. Maybe you're right. Maybe like that's so important to have, you know, two, you know, that you can rely on that. I I still am kind of worried about that idea. I, I don't the know. Thing I feel is like there's also not enough games I, to use the way we want to. I also think though that just because you you owe it to your team to to see who you know you you got to give the Blackwood a chance. You have to mm-hmm. now. You know, the, if, if Vanacek came out and just killed it the other night and, you know, um, same thing with Schmid. Schmid played great tonight, but, like, there are some question marks there. And I think, yeah, you know... I still think he's such a step up from Blackwood, though. I'm I saying do, he didn't, he I'm didn't not, have two I'm, shutouts in a row. No, no, no. Horrible I, game the second game. What I'm worried about, the known quantity of Blackwood is he's going to let you down. Yeah, and I know. Vanacek and hasn't and done that Do you yet. think, though, but do you think that the... They owe it to the team to see what he can do, or have we really seen enough? Like I'm, just, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. I think you got to you guys get think? him some reps in before the postseason comes. Even if he plays good, know. what are you learning new about Blackwood? This is my problem with trying again. It's not like he's the wait. You know what? What if, if he just if, goes imagine on a if John Turner came back, a magical world, and he's doing better, right? Well, we haven't seen enough of Bernier. We, if we're gonna possibly rely on him, I would take your argument that yes, you got to work him in right now. But we have the known quantity. I mean, don't we know? But do they trust the known quantity? It's not about knowing. I don't think it's about being prepared. Do they trust the known quantity, though? Seriously. Who's not going to be prepared? Does the coaching staff trust them? Blackwood? I mean, what do you mean? I know what you're saying, being prepared. In what way is it going to make you more prepared? Like, by prepared, you mean he's... And just NHL reps, you know, before you go into the postseason. Get some starts in. Get some playing time. Because I just, you never know, man. One wrong move. Guys on the ground, out... And now you're, you're, you know, you have, you know, you're relying on this guy to, you know, because I'm not, I mean, I, yeah, uh, Vanacek, I'm a fan of, I definitely am, but I am not, I'll be honest, like, I like him, I'm not sold, though, that this guy's going to dominate the playoffs, and I'm no. not, and I don't think Blackwood is the answer, but the, it's not about the answer, it's almost about being prepared. I guess. Uh, Bob, what do you think? I've been saying all along, I think he was going to play again anyway, I think the management wants to see him <clears throat> a few more times it might just be for the process to say hey yeah he got hurt we gave him another look we you know gave him every opportunity and they might know in the back of their minds that it really doesn't matter because they know where they're going to go but he might surprise us for a couple games i, I don't know what you do because i don't know how you carry three um i don't I think just, you can yeah I just you can in the postseason if you do not if they don't so I think if uh, if Schmid doesn't go to the minor leagues again, they would have to, the only way that you could send Blackwood down to the minors is on waivers right now. Yeah, yeah, but you can't carry three. He's saying you can't carry three goalies into the playoffs. You know, you have somebody has to go down, so you can't send Blackwood down. You know, so let me. Do you think the coaching staff? To me, the coaching staff would probably have the mindset of we really trust Akira Smead, but it's a hell of a lot easier to move him around, so let's just put Blackwood in the back we'll of the spot. Up happens really. And if, God forbid, something happens, Schmid's our guy. Um, is it possible the coaching the coaching staff's thinking like that? 
So you're saying though that, that let's say they're going to go with Vanacek in the playoffs. They still send down Schmid, and then if Vanacek went down, they're not going to play Blackwood. They're going to play Schmid. They're going to bring him up and play him. I think they would give Blackwood a very. I think they give Blackwood a very short leash as that starter if that ever happened. That's what I think they would do. They would give him, you know, Cause that's a game, I I, maybe I a game and a half. Right, and I just think it's wrong. I think we <clears> see. I think it's completely wrong. We're good. We'd be better off with the question mark that has good looking direction right now than the known quantity answered question will let you down. And yeah. like that's just I don't know I can't get around that like and if that's the case we're down to crunch time playoffs I mean yeah I think if we rely on him there's still a chance he's going to save the day for us but I feel like it's that's the the last ditch effort that's the number three in your organization well you know the bottom line is this team going into the playoffs is also an un- an unknown quantity no one has a clue how this team's going to react no one has a clue how this coaching staff's going to react and we always say you know they're going to learn so much from this uh you know th- this playoff run the coaching staff's going to learn a lot too Very you know and and you know if they make some big mistakes and it costs us a, a game a series who knows uh you know i think they'll also have you know people to answer to in that sense i i just think um I I'm more comfortable as a fan with Black with uh, Schmid and um, Vanacek. That's you know just but the way that this coaching staff has been, I think we absolutely are going to be sending Schmid down and Blackwood's going to be the backup. Yeah, I just hope if that happens and Blackwood does play, you know, it's very possible that even though I to- totally believe I was right what I said about Severson, I'm so happy he's proven me wrong. Like in right. other words, Severson, honestly, I feel like his game has been on the wrong track all year. And I, I haven't been afraid to say it, but I will also admit, did not see this turnaround. He's still playing very well, even these last two losses. I can't pin it. Had a goal the other night, the only goal yeah. in the first game. So, like, yeah, you know, there's he's been playing great. Possibility that I'm sitting here and I'm telling you, like, dude, the right move, the money move as far as odds to make your team to win is to leave Blackwood as a clear three. But it doesn't work out that way, and the guy comes up, proves you wrong. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for something like that if it does happen, because. We're at such a high level of athletic ability with these guys that, like, we're talking this as if they, any one of them doesn't have world-class skill. And when they oh. get all their shit together and it starts, you know, you know who your favorites are and who you want to go with. But any one of these guys, once they get their game going, are, are the tremendous, most talented people in the whole league. So if they can turn it on, what they can do for you is amazing. So And Blackwood definitely has that ability. I mean, I was a big fan of his, you know. It's just his fans, you just demand so much consistency that you're right away ready to look aside at the fact and go, I don't know if I want him at all. As if he's not, you know, one of the top, uh, you know, 200 athletes in the world. That's what I'm saying, right? the, the worst, the absolute worst goaltender yeah, in the exactly. NHL is like the 100th best goaltender in the world. That, <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. that, that goalie was, up until that point in that person's life, he was the best at what he did everywhere that he went. Up until that part, yes, he dominated in every way. They are amazing athletes. You're right. So there's just such but, small differences between the one you want to go with and the one you don't when you really think yeah. about it. That, well, you know, you know the best speculation in the world, in the end, it's going to be somewhat of a coin flip. Look, all I'm going to say is this. Whatever the hell that happens, is this season's been awesome so far, so I'm totally freaking down. To, mate, whatever happens, happens. You know, Let's just go try and win a cup. But real quick, before we sign off this weekend, guys, we got two big-ass games. We're going to come on and talk, I think, after the Florida game. 
on Saturday, but another one. I mean, this could end up being a really, really bad week for the Devils. Yes. Dangerous. Uh, I have a bad feeling about schedule. this weekend, actually. Yeah, yeah I kind of do, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bobby, what do you expect? <clears throat> I do expect it to be a pretty tough week. Maybe maybe another loss or a win with an overtime loss or something like that. But I, I, I just I kind of see a little bit of a down slope coming before we start to pick it back up again. So there's plenty of time. There's no panic at all. 16 games, a little bit of a rough patch with some really tough teams. And hopefully we just turn around in time to go into the playoffs on a high. All right. Tate, what do you think? I, you know, it's funny. I think we're going to beat the Panthers. and I, th- I mean, actually, I think the opposite. I think that we could have trouble in, with, uh, playing the Panthers. And I think, we can act, I think we'll probably win the Tampa game only because losing the two, we've done good on the road all year. Um, I'm thinking we could pull off the Tampa game. The Florida one, I'm actually a little more worried about. So, All right. Well. Dan, what about you? Yeah, no, I definitely share those worries. Uh, I also look at it and go, hey, wait, they haven't lost three in a row since that slump. And, you know, one of the things about growth and what we're looking for this team is they've done everything to avoid slumps. They, they haven't really strung too many two losses in a row. So this is where you raise a little bit of alarm bells and you hope that they steer the ship right. And like Tony, I think this is one where, you know, you're still thinking about Tampa. You're not thinking about Florida, and they are a powerhouse. So it's going to be interesting. All right. Well, I, I'm I'm guessing this team's going to come out flying against Florida. They're not happy. Um, so hopefully they'll stay on top and win them both. I mean, that's what I like, really like to see. But it's going to be tough. It's going to be fun to see. I could see any combination of scenarios working out. So, all right, we'll hook up on uh, Saturday. We'll talk a little bit about that game and goof Bobby, off. Bobby, didn't see you have up. something you were going to tell us last oh. week? Oh, yeah, Bob. Yeah. Remember you said it was a teaser. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Fairy so, tale theater. Trying to make this as quick as possible. So, for our five listeners, I'm upgrading from two to three. Okay. Um, we didn't have a very big social media presence. And when I first started hanging out with you guys, you guys were like, Ed, take it over. Let's let's get something out there. So I figured, you know, hey, I've got Facebook, right? That'll work. I can figure out how to, you know, put this show on Facebook. That was your secret weapon, you said. This, this is what I'm thinking, right? Hey, guys. I got, got, We're ready what is this Facebook? You have so, book Facebook? <laughs> How do I make like a business account, right? And they say, well, you can't just have a business account. You got to have a personal account first. So I don't want to link Uncle Puckers to my own personal account. Why so wouldn't you? I'm like, all right, I can do this. Hold on, like this is what I was thinking, right? Because I I could do this. Hold on, Steve Jobs. So I said, okay, I'm going to create a new personal Facebook, and then link Uncle Puckers to it. So I started a personal Facebook, and I they said first name, last name. I said first name, uncle, <laughs> last name, Puckers. <laughs> Facebook says no. <laughs> in real life. Mr. Uh, I said, uncle oh, okay, Puckers. so I can't do that. So I'm like, they need a name. Cool. So I'm like. My friends call me uncle. Yo. <laughs> Fano. Pucker, like what you What would you say? Oh, Fano. You know. It makes sense to me. I create the Joe Fano account. I don't. I didn't get any friends yet or anything. I was going to kind of friend myself. Joe but Fano. I the business page because I was all excited. I beat the system. I beat Facebook. I have a hey. Joe Fano account, and now I got an Uncle Pucker account. Somewhat of a hacker. Up. I put the description up. I'm all ready to tell you guys. I kind of log out, go to lunch. I come back, go to log in. 
I'm in Facebook jail. <laughs> so Chris Hansen's at his door. Screw I've broken the rules <laughs> by creating a fake account to create a business account. So we can't have an Uncle Pucker's account for 180 days. So you might want to find somebody else. To do what are You're doing a great job, people? Bob. You're doing a great job. I'm pretty excited I'm about this. Twitter's new... rolling. So I have to tell you right now. I, to see what this thing looks like in 180 days from now, Bobby, I am I cannot wait. We are not doing anything else. It's all you, buddy. Once we get you out of jail, it. like, it's going to be great. <laughs> the first five posts you guys put out there on Twitter or, or tweets. Yeah. Got zero views, so I have nowhere to go but up. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> I tell you what, if nothing else, you'll easily double that. <laughs> zero plus zero. We've got about a thousand total views. Yeah, we've got uh, twenty-three followers. Oh, let's yeah, go! Let's yeah, go! Let's go. So download the show, people. Now, all right. Absolutely. Are they on some kind of watch list? If they, because now that we're in Facebook jail, is it is it contagious? Should they watch out? Facebook. We just we can't we can't have Uncle Pucker's Facebook for half a year. That's all. I'm afraid. I'm not a... I was really worried you were gonna tell me Jofano was like some kind of like pedo lingo <laughs> that I don't know about. Jofano. Like, yeah, what did you pick? Jofano. Jofano. No, Jofano. Probably a crime family that put a hit on us. Thanks a lot, man. A little mustache, <laughs> like that guy from Strawberry Shortcake, the villain. <laughs> I'm gonna change my name to Jofano. 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 <laughs> You've offended the Jofano family. <laughs> We're dead men because of this. This they're like the lesser known crime family of Staten Island. And they they really don't do too much. They have like two blocks, but they're pissed. So we got problems. Alright, let's just let's just cut this thing. Alright. Play that back for me later on. I'll try to tell you what I meant. From Jafano, Chris, Tony, <laughs> and from Jafano, he's coming after you. <laughs> now this this was our Twitter handle. No wonder why we're banned. I love it. So like you people would be like, I gotta at Jafano. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and we're out. All right. I guess we'll see you when we see you. (laughs) Yeah, we'll do that too. (laughs) Giofano. Giofano. It's over, Johnny. It's over.